0: there was a huge story okay guys which we have to i'm sorry this is old news now it is old news but we have to talk about this
1: hi and welcome to the savage podcast
0: i'm rose also known as cheap lazy vegan on youtube
1: and i'm daniel one of your favorite guest stars on cheap lazy vegans youtube channel
0: we're two friends who love to talk about the latest trending topics
1: so get comfortable and join us while we give our savage take on just about everything
0: You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. Hello, everyone.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back
0: to another episode of the savage podcast.
1: It's a very exciting episode.
0: Very exciting because I am officially back. So this is no longer a pre-recordation.
1: But we know what we also need to figure out because Rose is leaving again soon. You realize you, it's like...
0: You mean we're I mean both of I mean, <laughs> yeah, both of
1: us. Yeah. So I'm like, we need to figure out what we're going to do. Oh, God. Because we're gone for a long time.
0: We're gone for like...
1: Three, three weeks.
0: four weeks? Yeah. So we're going to have to pre-record...
1: Four <laughs> episodes?
0: Uh-huh. Which means you're getting a lot of Reddit content. You're getting Uh a lot of lazy content. Guys,
1: it's a little overwhelming. I mean, it's summertime. I feel like a lot of people are traveling right now. Like, it's like... It's
0: like, again, I will forever stand by this. Mm. Adults need summer holidays. Yes. Okay? We need time off Mm -hmm. because this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I've also decided... Actually, I don't know if I've decided. Okay. But I think...
1: (laughs) I've decided, but you've not decided. I'm pulling a Daniel here. You are. Like, I'm just like feeling like this is really exciting, but it's also not exciting. No, I'm just kidding. So,
0: I've been thinking about this and... I'm like, you know, of course, I love the traveling. I mm. love it all. Yep. But I think I'm going to try not to travel too much in the summer. I feel like summer in Canada is precious.
1: It's really nice. And
0: it needs to be preserved, you know, because then if I can preserve Canadian summer, then and I travel outside of the summer, yeah. then it's like I'm just having the best time. Yeah. So I need to not travel in the summer. The, summer.
1: The only issue with that, though, is like depending on where you want to go. Right. Like if you want to go to Europe, for example. Mm. Because Europe's in the same seasons as us, so like when it's winter there, yeah, it might not be quite as cold as ours, but like it's not going to be great weather. Yeah, but
0: I'm not going to go in the winter. I'm not saying okay. Mm. There, there are how, how many seasons are there, Daniel?
1: Sixteen. <laughs> Four. Four
0: seasons. So if I don't go in the summer, it leaves us with three more seasons. Now I don't have to go in the winter. That leaves us with fall and spring. There we go. So We've learned something new today. So that's
1: when you're going to be traveling the <laughs> fall and the spring? Well, Some that's season. that.
0: I think that's the goal. And obviously, spring
1: is fun in Europe
0: exactly yeah so that's the thing in europe summer is too hot anyways yeah right? it gets the thing really is, crazy italy hot. was awesome and it was amazing but it definitely was very hot yeah but it wasn't it wasn't that hot yet because it was like still june so it's yeah. like okay but it was still really hot it
1: didn't get to that like 40 degrees right
0: yeah but there when i got to florence it was 37 degrees it was too wow. hot i couldn't function i had to take a nap <laughs> sit in the ac like you can't do anything this in is that it weather.
1: this is the thing you know as i always am a proponent like my favorite temperature when I travel even at home is like between like around 27 yeah to about like maybe 31 32 and even then it's getting a little bit hot I
0: think more like for me 25 to yeah 29 yeah that would be the perfect temperature
1: because then it's like you can go outside it's really it is hot but it's like you know you get a nice breeze going you can go for a maybe not a jog, but, uh, it's, it's a good temperature. It's a good temperature to travel, the good temperature to do things. You can go swimming, all that stuff. Right. Once it crosses that 30 line Mm. and it starts getting the low thirties are okay. I can deal with that. Mm. Once it starts getting up to the mid to high thirties, that's when it gets crazy. I remember there was a situation when I was in Cambodia and there was a day when I was there and I think it crossed like, it was like 40 or 41 degrees and I was hungover. Viciously oh, hungover, no. and me and the couple people that I was traveling with at the hostel, we like got up, and the hostel was like kind of it was a really, the the room that we're in had like not really any windows and stuff, but it was like AC cranked. It was so nice and cozy, and then we left and got onto the street, and we we're gonna go like grab some food and everything, and it was so fucking hot. Literally, I'm not kidding you. We walked out. We're out there for like <laughs> two minutes, turned around, all <laughs> went back to the hostel, and just spent all day in the AC. Yeah because because it's like it's, it gets to that point where it's like it's no longer enjoyable.
0: Exactly. It's too hot. You can't yeah. function. So that's the thing. It's like Europe gets pretty hot in the summer. So it's actually probably better to go kind of like maybe May, mm-hmm. April, May. Yeah. And then same with, you know, maybe like September, October. Maybe October. Yeah. That's probably the perfect time. But True. then Canada in the summer is not that hot. Even yeah. when we get hot, it's mm-hmm. not Europe hot. It's yeah. not Italy hot, you know?
1: True. So, Although last year we did have a week of thirty seven degrees. Yeah, but or even
0: then it's not Florence hot. That's
1: true. <laughs> like it was it's not so, that humid here.
0: Exactly. At least where we live. Yeah. So I mean if we're in Toronto, it's a different story. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, so I'm gonna try to schedule my trips. So that there may be a little bit of what vo- I just like, don't want to, I feel like I'm missing out. You know, it's like yeah. June, July, August, especially July and August. Yeah.
1: July and August are so you know, nice.
0: In, in, in this city. And to
1: be fair, our city, like it's a pretty dead city, but yeah. in July and August, yeah. it does come alive. It, it
0: comes alive. The streets so it's like are I busy. People are out. Exactly. Yeah. So I should take advantage of the, you know, the liveliness that we only experience two months out of the year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's
0: my new thing. Maybe we'll see how it goes next yeah. year. Um, yeah,
1: plan it out. Summers are precious.
0: It's so precious.
1: This is true. This is very true. I uh, I like your thought process. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Um, so that's
0: the goal for next year. Let's see what happens. Yeah. But then you know, if an opportunity com- <laughs> comes comes your right, way, then I, I may you're not gone. have to. Say, I may have to say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, you're a yes man. I am a yes man.
1: Yeah, especially when it comes to travel, you're like, yep. Yeah exactly Travel. Great. exactly i can't say no yeah.
0: anyway guys uh so no new patrons no but if you want to join it's yeah. patreon.com slash the savage podcast you get a nice little shout out mm-hmm. in the beginning of the show mm-hmm. and you get every episode a week earlier than everyone else mm-hmm. and you get bonus content every yeah. single month you guys yeah. so make sure you join patreon.com slash the savage podcast yeah and God for damn.
1: for june's exclusive episode guys we talked about some more dating stories, some Reddit stories. Oh, scandals. the
0: Dating Advice yes. Reddit, which is one of our new favorite Reddit oh, subreddits. Oh, so good, so good. It's so good. And we might have to do a lot of those oh, for God.
1: August. I hope you guys are okay with this. Because, I like, love those. I, I, I think people like do like them. Yes. We get a lot of comments. But like, yeah, we love this. And someone actually said we need to do a, um, uh, oh my God, Am I the Asshole Mukbang.
0: Oh, God damn. So we would be
1: eating. We'd be, <laughs> ch- we'd be chewing. I don't know if
0: people want to hear us chewing. A lot given of people the, don't like the chewing noises.
1: ASMR i mean some
0: people love i love the asmr you know i love eating sounds i still
1: okay the thing is with asmr you know how like people say oh you hit this certain moment with asmr where you get like a tingle a tingle and like all this. <laughs> i feel like i've never got that i haven't gotten it yeah. i think some people
0: get it mm. and some people don't i guess we don't uh, qualify
1: i just feel like sometimes it makes me cringe a little bit like, you know when their nails yeah. are on the thing yeah and i don't like, i don't i don't
0: like-, like i actually prefer just eating sound asmr <laughs>
1: Like slurping,
0: yeah. Because like for me, I just get like hungry. I'm like, oh, I want to eat. Yeah, but I don't get. I yeah, I don't watch the ones where they're like, so today we're going to eat or we're
1: going to tap on yeah <laughs>
0: and I'm like oh my god what is this <laughs> I know I'm just kind of like oh
1: okay this is yeah. a bit weird but some
0: people like listen to it when they're sleeping mm. well I don't
1: know. one of my friends because it's been like raining like crazy here and one of my friends has like an app on her phone that she showed me the other day that she actually uses to help her go to sleep and stuff yeah and it's like sounds of the rain and she put it on for a minute and I was like oh this is actually really relaxing I was so like,
0: what does that have to do with the raining outside nothing <laughs> i was like did she record it outside like what was this about nope no, nothing to do with it <laughs> the, co- the
1: correlation is there looking is no outside and the fact that it's raining made me and think then, of this and then rain
0: playing the rain and
1: noises <laughs> yes so you know what rose let me believe in what i want to believe in and I, my
0: i'll just let you do whatever you want to do daniel
1: yeah you know i'll talk about one thing and veer off to the, <laughs> to the left and talk about something completely fucking different <laughs> So, um...
0: Oh, God. Anyway, so yeah. while I was gone, mm-hmm. there was some stories that happened. Oh, God. There was a... Lord, f- j- there was a huge story.
1: Okay, guys. Which I'm- we
0: have to... I'm sorry. This is old news now. It is old news. But we have to talk about this because when this was happening, I was like, I'm so sad we're not recording a podcast this Oh, week, my God.
1: I know. Because
0: we have so... I have so much to say. Guys. <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: We're talking about that, like, tin can that basically <laughs> people got into... <laughs> to go see the Titanic. The
0: tube. The tube. The tube. Oh,
1: God. Okay.
0: Which they called a submersible.
1: Yeah. So they called it... First of all, they called it a submersible. When I first heard this story... Yeah. I don't know what you were thinking, but my thought process, right, was that it was a submarine.
0: Right. I thought it was a
1: submarine because I'm like...
0: So what was the difference again? Because I, I heard someone trying to explain to me the difference.
1: Okay. From what I've seen online, guys, and what I've heard... <laughs> the submarine
0: you can like drive it okay no you explain yeah
1: so i I guess this particular device was like controlled by somebody with like a oh my god with a controller
0: did we see the controller
1: i haven't seen it it looks like an xbox controller right? yes yeah
0: no it's like a literal like not even a nintendo controller but it's like a literal game boy controller yeah you guys what in the actual hell (laughs) were people thinking
1: okay so I have so I we like literally okay. I. It's all about you, the difference. Mm-hmm. But first of all, like the main thing that really made me go crazy about this story and like th- was like the what the fuck moment uh-huh, for uh-huh. me was the fact that this submersible yeah didn't really have windows. So you go into like a sealed fucking tube and you have a TV screen.
0: I think there was like a tiny little hole where you can kind of see, it, <laughs> but it was mainly th- I know that kills me. I it like, You are paying. You are paying
1: 250000 USD per person
0: <laughs> to look on a TV screen. Honey, you can find the video on YouTube. I know. Like, watch it. You can go and like maybe sit above the, you know, like above the sea.
1: Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> like with that, with two hundred. Okay, listen to me, guys. Okay, wait.
0: Let, wait, let me at first... Describe the difference between a submersible and a submarine. So a submersible is an underwater craft which needs to be transported and supported by a surface vessel or platform. So Mm -hmm. basically something else is kind of like, I guess, controlling it in a way. Is that what it means? Well, no, it
1: means that it has to be taken out. It can't just like drive it out to sea, right?
0: This distinguishes... Uh, from submarines which are self-supporting and capable of independent operations yeah, so, so basically it's, controlled right yeah but then so i guess they need to be taken out and then they control it with a goddamn game boy
1: yep <laughs> and i'm sorry guys like i'm like first of all another another thing too on top of all of this shit right so you're seeing the controller it's like a fucking game boy controller okay well, it
0: is literally that's the, what kills me
1: i know there is like i, I honestly i i there's like no windows in this thing.
0: At least put some seats in there. That's another thing. Oh, my that God. They, there was
1: no seats. They were just
0: sitting on the ground. Oh, my God. And did you see the toilet situation?
1: <laughs> I did not. It
0: was like a hole. And then they have like a curtain. Like they don't even have a door. Like <laughs> you guys, what, what were they thinking?
1: I mean, and then this is the part that kills me, though again, because there wasn't really windows in the thing, like the only way that they're going to see the Titanic is through the fucking TV. And I'm like, you
0: could have just seen it. Like you could have just sent something there.
1: Watch the fucking Titanic movie. There's (laughs) footage in that. Like literally (laughs) there's footage.
0: I just think, okay. Like obviously we're, you know, we're, we're talking about this. It is a sad situation. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad what happened. It's just, (laughs) it's sad what happened. It is. (laughs) It is. First of all, I think it was very interesting to mm-hmm. watch the kind of reactions. Like yeah. some people are like, oh God, how how could people be like joking about this? But it's like, we also have to ask ourselves the question, what kind of world do we live in where, obviously this is a very sad situation. Mm-hmm. We, we have people that died, obviously, yeah. okay? And what kind of world have we created that we are jo- joking about this? Because we're so tainted from the idea of this like extreme wealth inequality yeah. that I feel like we've almost like, dehumanized certain people such as billionaires yeah because they've also you know billionaires have fucked over so many people yeah so it's almost like you know we shouldn't be behaving like this toward fellow humans Mm -hmm. but they've done it to the fellow humans themselves you know what i'm saying like i don't know how to explain it but yeah i think it it shows a greater issue here Mm. obviously with and also whilst everyone is you know struggling and not being able to pay their bills like Mm. these people are just like literally just throwing out Two hundred fifty thousand dollars a person, because yeah. to them, somebody compared this to someone, a regular person just buying a coffee. Yeah, that is how fucked up our society is. This these people that are, mm-hmm. they're just buying coffee.
1: Yeah, but I think I think it even goes like the thing is I get what you're saying. Yeah, and that makes hundred percent sense. I think there is that that element to it. Like it's almost like like when the fire festival happened. Do you remember that? Right, festival? and then we're all just
0: like, left. I mean, obviously that's. More so, we can joke about it. Yeah, yeah, because nobody, nobody died, died really. But, but still, but
1: but like that was another example of these people that yeah. come from or have parents that have extreme or higher wealth. Not everyone that went to that festival is really wealthy, though. Some right. people were like they put their like life savings and shit. You know what I mean? Which like, is also like come I know on now. it's like don't do that. Um, <laughs> but like you know, again, it's like these mega wealthy people buying these things. And I think the issue that I had is like even when you take away the the wealth part of it, because that is a big part of this whole story. But even just like from a uh, how do I want to say this? Just from like a, not operational, but like a, um, safety, like a safety thing. Like nobody, the thing is, even if I had the money or not, let's say it was only $10 to do this thing. Mm. I am not going to get into a fucking tin can. (laughs) That is remote controlled by somebody like a Game Boy controller with nowhere to shit except a weird thing at the back <laughs> with a thing, no windows, going down like, I don't know, 10,000 feet under oh the water it's to see so the Titanic. Terrifying. Like I, I, there's a there's an element of it like, yeah, it's wasteful for the money. But also there's an element of like, where was your rational thinking? Like, where was your like thinking to be like, this is a very unsafe? I think was.
0: they did not. My theory is that because first of all billionaire th- this is why guys i always say this mm. tax the rich because they do not know what to do with their money yeah. okay they have so much money that they don't know what to do with it that they are throwing away this much money and i think that first of all there's many elements i think the mm-hmm. wealth thing is very important to discuss here though because yeah because they are so rich they've probably done so many random things right mm. they've they've gone they've done the yacht parties they've done yeah. the private jets they've done the you know they have a private island somewhere yeah they're just bored they need to do something more more extravagant so yeah. then this guy this rich guy that like oh the ceo or whatever that's also insane
1: yeah
0: he he probably like i think he approaches these people and is like oh do you want to do this like exclusive experience and i'm yeah. sure he does not I, mean, I don't know what he does okay but like he probably approaches them and probably has like a proposal or whatever the hell he does mm. and so this guy approaches them and you know, so far they've done cool things in their lives and they just think this is a cool thing. True. Obviously it's very expensive. So they think, Oh,
1: it's safe. it must
0: be, safe. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And
0: because to them, even though it's expensive, to them, it's chump change. Yeah. So they don't really do the research because anyone else spending, I don't know, even a hundred dollars, <laughs> or maybe you know, a few hundred dollars yeah. would probably do a little bit more research because to them, it's more than a coffee. Yeah, for sure. So they're just thinking, oh, this is a cool, this is something that my billionaire friends haven't even done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. like, if you're a billionaire, you're amongst other billionaires, nobody thinks anything you do is cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Everyone's bored out of their minds. Yeah. Everyone doesn't know what to do with their money. So they're just like, they want to probably look for the next cool thing. That's yeah. my analysis.
1: Well, you would think, and I think that's pretty accurate because if mm-hmm. you think about it, like think about it, like us and all of our friends, right? Like we get excited if our, our friends like, you know, maybe gets a new house or, right. you know, or, or like goes on a really cool trip and they tell mm-hmm. us about it. Like, Oh, I went on this like safari in Africa. Yeah. But then if we were all billionaires and we'd all, all done this stuff, yeah, it's like, Oh, I went to the, uh, I went to the African safari. Oh yeah. Me too. Exactly. Oh, oh I went to, yeah, me too. Like we've yeah. done this. Like they just, they have so much wealth. And it's just like, they they don't even know what to do with it.
0: Yeah. And everything's just boring. Yeah. So this was some, maybe something exciting. Mm. I don't know. So, because like, (laughs) the thing is, they've already shown, there was like a documentary that was done. I don't know if it was a documentary or like a segment on TV Mm. where they like showed, I'm sure you saw it. That's where they showed like the fucking Game Boy controller. Mm. Like this guy did like a story about this like a year ago or something. Yeah. And he was like showing how, you know, there's some issues and You know, it's run by a Game Boy. (laughs) I can't get over the Game Boy, honestly. And so if you had done that research, maybe you would have been like, "Ooh, like Mm. maybe not, you know. Yeah. But also, I just feel like they're just like, you know, you have all that money. You're paying all that money. You're probably Mm. thinking it's safe or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. But it's scary. It It is. I can't. I can't.
1: And this is where we do have to like question in society (laughs) how fucked up our society is. Yeah honestly when we have so many of these like issues globally right like so many issues now and it's getting more yeah. and more and more and you have people that are throwing away $250,000 mm-hmm. like on an experience right like there's people like oh. you know that's that's more than people's houses that yeah. people are literally throwing on an experience that you know had it been successful and not unfortunately had the incident it did like maybe the experience lasts like four hours
0: yeah and they you know look I mean? on they just saw it on a tv screen
1: yeah but it's like all god. so that one trip because there were six people in there, right? yeah. So that's 1.5 million dollars uh-huh. USD mm-hmm. for that trip
0: mm-hmm.
1: 1.5 million dollars, guys. Oh my god,
0: I know it's absolutely insane! Like, I know just
1: for f- uh, I,
0: I mean, they wanted that Titanic experience, like, exactly, they got it.
1: Well, they <laughs> oh, god. literally rose. No, but they, oh god, well,
0: so the thing is, when we didn't, so I was in Rome when this whole story broke, mm-hmm. and it was, we didn't know. At that point, you know what? There was like a few days yeah, where we like, didn't oh, know what mystery. was going on. Yeah. So they were trying to find it. And that this is another thing that pissed me off. Mm. Guys, here's the thing. I, If you are a bazillionaire and you're going to go on these crazy life-threatening... Because they have to sign a waiver being like, I might die. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay with it. Yep. If you're going to do something like this, I need you to also sign a waiver that says, if I go missing... Or if something bad happens, we will not use taxpayer money mm. to try to find us. Yeah. We will pay for it ourselves. If anyone can pay for their own search, it's you. Yeah. And we they use the taxpayer money of Canadians and Americans, and I think I, I think it was the two governments
1: mm-hmm.
0: to find them Studio for several days. Yeah. When at the same time, there was like a, a different story of like what was the boat of refugees and like six hundred people died like, nobody gave a shit. Yeah. And it was like, come on now. We're really going to put our taxpayer money into this. They chose that experience. Exactly. They they, they signed a waiver that said they could die. It's like, like that, that kills me. Yeah. It's like, they need to get that money back from the, uh, you know, like I, not to sound, you know, heartless, but.
1: But that is a big part of it. It's like, you're choosing to do these dangerous trips. Yeah. You're paying $250,000 per person. So if again, if you can afford that for an experience of four hours, like you're obviously so wealthy that like, you're right. Like if if you do go missing, like why is it like us that's now footing that bill of like however however much the search and rescue, which I guarantee the search and rescue was it was was millions
0: guaranteed. Yeah, it
1: would have been so much money. So like, it's like, again, it's just annoying and, and, and frustrating because it's like, we're again, once again, like bailing out like billionaires and shit
0: once again exactly
1: because yeah. and these would be the same people that turn around and are like oh you know we need more tax breaks and stuff." exactly and that's yet, the thing yeah that this is kills why people me. don't
0: have empathy which i understand like i get it like here's the thing when i thought that it was missing i did think oh my god that must be because we don't know do we know how long they were in the submersible for before no it idea. imploded we have no idea right yeah so when i thought it was like missing i was like mm. all i could think of was obviously a part of me was like tax the rich, fuck this, you know? Yeah. But another part of me was like, can you imagine being in that? No. And oh my like, God, no. Can, that is honestly the most terrifying thing.
1: Like Rose, imagine, first of all, it's dark in that thing, Exactly. Right? Like, I mean, they might have had a light and stuff on the TV screen, yeah. but imagine you're in there and all of a sudden the control, you lose stop the working. connection. Yeah.
0: <gasps> honestly, I can't think of anything more terrifying. And you
1: can't get out. Exactly. It, it, as soon as you get out under that, there's no
0: control. Exactly. Cause like, I think they lost the, Con- the, what do you call- the communication yeah. with the whatever other thing the that was, controller. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was the room, like basically, cause like, you know how the submersible has to be, there's should be an outer entity or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they lost communication. That's how they knew mm-hmm. it was missing. Yeah. God, like that moment, like unless they imploded immediately mm-hmm. and they didn't know that happened, which hopefully that's what happened yeah. because I cannot think of anything more terrifying.
1: I think the, the only, I mean, this is going to sound terrible, but like if something is at that depth, I think that, if it did implode, it would happen so fast. Yeah, yeah no, it's like not. You terrible. wouldn't. You yeah. wouldn't. You they would wouldn't literally have felt be, it. Yeah, you would have been dead. Oh God! Because the pressure of the water yeah. is so intense at, yeah. that, at that depth.
0: God, that's so scary. I
1: know, and like
0: yeah. So at least, given the circumstance, yeah, this was probably the best way for them to go. Yeah, because we thought because people were like they're gonna run out of oxygen, and in that case, like mm. that is so terrifying. Yeah, like, so. At that moment, I was like, oh, my God, that 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 is terrifying. So yeah. I did feel for them because I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine being in that situation? Yeah. And then um, and then we heard that it was probably an implosion. Yeah. So it's like at least, you know.
1: Well, and this is the thing, guys, like, honestly, the oceans around the world. <laughs> first of all, they're very vast. And secondly, they are fucking crazy. They are crazy. And like no matter what, like you can think whatever you want about the oceans, but it's like they're saying that we have discovered or we know more about like the moon yeah. than we know about our oceans because yeah. they're so depth de- depth. They're so deep, deep and vast and they have crazy currents and all this kind of shit. Like even people can get pulled off off of a beach in a rip tide. I'm like pulled under. Oh god. You know like you can, It's so scary. Yeah, like it's like the ocean is pretty intense and like you are really like tempting fate. This is why like, yeah. I, I, I don't mind doing like, but even still, like I do like little boat trips to like, snor- mm. I love snorkeling and stuff. Like I do love that. Yeah. But I, I like, I think as I'm, especially as I'm getting older, like I'm not sure I would be able to do a cruise because right. I feel like I feel like a little bit like, cause you're out in the open seas. Like I don't want to oh, be, in, God. I, I, I'm sorry guys. Like just all <laughs> of this shit. I, maybe I'm just like paranoid, but I do not want to be in open seas. No fair. Because of all this crazy shit that happens. And like even going down in submarines and stuff. Oh,
0: no. After this story, never going down there.
1: At least the submarine is its own controlling device. So you can kind of like.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, yeah, I heard somebody say that Mm. uh, going into space is much safer than going that deep into the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, dude...
1: It's because like, again, the deeper you get, there's a certain depth, right? And there's even a depth where submarines can only go to Mm. because they get any deeper and the pressure of the ocean actually just... Oh, God. It will start cracking the windows and like, you know, because it's like, if you think about it, like at first I was like, I didn't understand how it works. I
0: still don't really understand the science, but...
1: Well, it's because if you think about it, right? Like imagine... I mean, the
0: water pressure is, like, too much. Yeah, the water pressure. Right, because it's just, like, too much. Exactly. Too much water.
1: Yeah, but the way that I think about it, and, like, I could be, like, wrong, but, like, the way that I think about it is, like, technically, when you're in the water, like, you're swimming in the water, you have... All of that water on right. top on top of you, right? Really, like that's because right. that, all of that water it's is like on pushing t- on you, right? And as you get deeper and deeper and deeper, it's like you have like just monumental. That's why you get like so much pressure and like interesting. You're I, probably right, yeah. Because if you think about it, like if you hold water above your head, it's <laughs> just
0: two people just don't don't know anything about this. No, this is our guess. but this is
1: but it makes it
0: It makes logical sense, yeah.
1: Because if you think about it, like the water is on top of yeah, you, really. You're probably right, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then as you get deeper, it's like more and more and more water until it's like you get fucked up.
0: And there's like no oxygen yeah. and it's just like...
1: I mean, it's the ocean's a really scary place, guys.
0: It is a scary place. We do not fuck with the oceans, even billionaires, okay? I
1: know. Nobody... I'm sorry. No matter what, how much money you have, yeah. you cannot prevent shit happening in the ocean because it's fucking scary. It's a humbling
0: experience for rich-ass people, okay? Yeah. You have to realize you are not immortal, Exactly.
1: Okay? Exactly.
0: <laughs> okay, nature does not care if you have billions of dollars in the <laughs> bank.
1: That's um, so sad. I wonder if there's ever... Like, I, I don't know, guys. Like, I just... I wonder if there's gonna be a a shift a paradigm shift at any point
0: (laughs) well i think people are pissed obviously i think the fact that there were so many memes like immediately after this happened again shows how and and people are blaming the people making the memes which i i understand to some degree but at the same time i think we should we should reflect on what that means for broader society, why we think it's okay to, you know, make fun of this type of situation. It's because these billionaires, the same people that, and it's not necessarily these specific people, but billionaires have constantly fought to get rid of the rights of, you know, working class people. Mm. You know, they always lobby, you know, to... You get tax breaks mm. to fight against, you know, anything that helps working class people, yeah. which in turn probably kills some people too.
1: Exactly. Like maybe
0: not directly, but you know, you, you don't want to fight for the rights of other people. So mm-hmm. why should people feel sorry for you? Essentially is yeah. what, you know, people are necessarily saying.
1: So well, it's funny. Cause I was watching this. <clears throat> um, I can't remember if it was a TikTok or maybe it was yeah. in like a documentary and it was talking about like the mega wealthy, right? Like mm. we're not talking about like a millionaires and stuff. We're talking about billionaires, billionaires right? And they were saying that, and I feel like this is this is somewhat true, they're saying no one person became a billionaire without exploiting people. I mean, I agree. Because even if you think you're a holier-than-now billionaire and you became a billionaire, let's say you own a business. Mm. Well, the reason you're a billionaire is because the wages of the workers yeah. and you're not sharing in the profits. Yeah. You know what I mean? So any way you want to cut it, like a billionaire basically is exploiting yeah. people. Yeah. Like, I do feel
0: bad for the, the sun though. The 19-year-old Oh, yeah. Plan. Oh, God. I know. 19. Dude.
1: I know it's sad. It's still <coughs> sad, guys. The whole thing is There's still people at they the end of the day. Um, and, and, and you know what? Part of the problem is that, you know, again, you know that whole like don't hate the player, hate the game. Exactly. Part of the problem is, yeah, we have people doing this. But then part of the problem is we have a system that allows it.
0: Absolutely. Right? So that's so, why I, I do feel s- sad for them as people because... Yeah the system allowed them exactly like they were just they just won the game yeah they just won the game like what you know
1: well and and this is the (laughs) thing you get rewarded for that like even look at these big corporations and stuff you know the the more profitable they become and the more they like you know grow shareholder wealth and stuff then they're renowned as like a good business right so it's like they're reinforced that that's the behavior they should be doing right so and i think
0: the richer you get you're like surrounding yourself now with other rich people and then you get I feel like you Keeping probably get swept up yeah you yeah. probably get swept up with the game you you kind of this is what they say about you know a lot of politicians mm-hmm. initially when they you know start politics yeah. a lot of them have very good intentions You know, they want to change the world. They want to do this. They want to, you know, maybe make lives better for people. But then they start getting swept up in the politics. They start hanging out with other politicians. They start, you know, know, like interacting with rich people. And then they start to slowly shift and they start to slowly
1: change. Well, and it it makes sense because if you think about it, like think about the reason that me and like, you know, we have these conversations about the mega wealthy, right? Mm -hmm. We're like always like talking about like the situations that are going on. But if we ourselves and all of our friends were all the mega wealthy, Mm. like our behavior, like, you know, we'd be less likely to be like, you know, again, we would, if we got to that level, like, who knows, we could get (coughs) swept up in it. Yes. And just be like, oh, you know, like, I worked hard for this. Exactly. It's like, it's like, um... I deserve this. It's like, uh, there were, the, I, I talked about this before on this podcast about that. monopoly. I know exactly game. where you're going to bring up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, they have these people play this monopoly game and always they gave a, a, a unfair advantage to one player. Like they gave them more money, more property or whatever. And they always won the game because it was rigged, right? Like they're like, I, there was no way for the other person to win, but it was funny because at the end of the every game, the reason the winner would say, well, why do you think you won? And it would never be, Oh, because I started with more. It was always like I had a better strategy. I did X, Y, Z because they actually human nature causes us to like reinforce that. We deserve that. Mm -hmm. We worked hard for that, Mm -hmm. even if we didn't really, you know? Yeah. And I feel like you're right. It's like if you surround yourself like with certain people, like if if all of our friends were mega wealthy, we wouldn't have these conversations. I mean, maybe we still would. I don't know. You know, like maybe now because we've lived so long. Yeah. And then if we all of a sudden became like wealthy, it would be a little different. But like if we kind of grew up in that. And everything else. It would, I don't know.
0: We yeah. might have those conversations, but we would s- probably still maybe engage in the activities yeah. to make us richer. I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah. It's hard to say. Cause I'm like, I'm like a big part of me. And again, guys, this is like a, a dilemma that I would ask anyone. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I started my own business and I became extremely successful, let's say like launched some product or some software and it just like took off and became a billion dollar business. Yeah. Like I'm wondering what I would do. Like, would you I, know what I would
0: do? Retire.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs>
0: <laughs> like this is where I don't understand these people. Yeah, true. It's like we have billionaires that are still working. Like, yeah. What are you working for? <laughs> like I don't understand. This but is why it, I feel like it takes a certain type of sociopath yeah,
1: but to also, be billionaires. To your point though, Rose. You uh-huh. know how you said earlier you're like billionaires are bored. So if they didn't work, they'd be even more bored
0: that's, I, 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 I really truly feel like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I truly feel like it's like once I reach a certain amount, it's like, yeah, dude, I'm going to retire. <laughs> like, I don't care, you know? But some of these people, that's why I, I think it does take a certain type of person mm. to be a billionaire. You don't just kind of
1: fall into it. Yes. yes. So I'm
0: not saying they're necessarily like extremely hard workers which i'm sure they are hard workers don't get yeah. me wrong but it, it's like a different type of hard work yeah it's like this like uh you know they have to have a certain power it's like it's more than just i gotta make a lot of money yeah you know
1: but i also agree with you like i mean i'm in that mindset too because i'm like if i like let's say i again got a really successful idea and i, I made like i don't know quite a lot of money off yeah like, let's say like I've enough to retire yeah enough and to retire be very comfortable like 40 50 million it's like if I did that now, then again, it's a different mindset. Yeah. I'm, I would be different like, mindset. I'm like, I don't really need any more monies than that. Do I? Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, cool. I'll retire, you know, live off of like dividends and yeah. shit or whatever. Like, I'm, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Do something else. Exactly. Like, like you could do so much
0: with that. Even just with a few, a few million dollars. I, I know. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, anyway, that's the submarine story. God damn, and you, or submersible.
1: The submersible. Yeah. I I mean, remember, I'm learning a, a sub- lot
0: about underwater activity, mm-hmm. you know.
1: <laughs> Stuff that we will never do. We
0: will never Rose, do. Rose, if
1: you ever asked me to get into a submersible with you, to go, I'm to just, go see the Titanic. I'm going to be like, "You know what, Rose? You can keep 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 that, keep <laughs> that too. I'm going to keep my $250,000 which I don't have." Um, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to keep that.
0: Uh I think th- the thing is I love you know I love Titanic yeah one of my favorite movies I was just playing it over there now it's trending on Netflix <laughs> did you know it's trending on Netflix of course it is everyone's watching it now that's actually like uh, they're probably because probably they want
1: to see the footage I, <laughs> they want to see the footage and pretend it's real it's a real footage I know it? that's what they were saying they were like there was like some jokes on TikTok about yeah. this whole situation they said you know what I'm gonna create a submersible. Charge people $250,000, <laughs> yeah, put them underwater, yeah. maybe like 20 feet, shake it around a little bit, <laughs> yeah. make it a little bit dark, and then just play them video for yes. the Titanic. And Seriously. then they're all going to be like, ooh. Literally,
0: know? that's all you have to do. Yeah. Uh, and everyone will li- live, you yeah. know? Beautiful. Yeah. So I love Titanic, mm. but I would never, I, I just don't, like, I don't really care about going down there to yeah. see it, you know? Like, what? what is the, pr- it's been there for a mm. hundred years. Like it's, And
1: also it's so deep.
0: It's so deep.
1: Yeah, I'm like, no.
0: You know, because like, if it was not that deep, mm-hmm. they probably could have grabbed a bunch of shit from there. You know what I mean? Easily. Like So but there's a reason why it's still down there.
1: Yeah, like I might do like... Again, I did mention I don't like to go in open water and stuff. Like, <laughs> not too crazy. I like to be able to kind of see the bottom or close to the bottom.
0: Oh, yeah. You have a thing with that, Yeah, which I now like, I understand.
1: Yeah. I, like, don't like it when I can't see the bottom of the water because then it freaks me out a lot. Because mm. I'm just like, that's why I like to swim in the water's clear. And, sure. Like, and then and I can swim. I'm a good swimmer.
0: Is it because of fish or because you think it's too deep or both? Both.
1: Okay. Because I'm scared that something's going to rub up against me Ooh, or like, oh. But do you
0: like snorkeling?
1: I love snorkeling. So,
0: okay. Interesting.
1: But I love it because I can see everything. Mm. I can like, you know, when I go snorkeling, I'm like, hey, I can see like everything around me. You know what I mean? Right. For the most part, unless it's like really deep. But I think like if it was like a shipwreck or something that was like not so deep, so you could almost like dive down to it. Yeah. Then I would maybe do that because you can still kind of see everything. You can like go swim down there and like. Like scuba diving. Yeah. Like scuba diving. Have
0: you done scuba diving? I have not. Would you do it? I think I would try it. Goddamn, now I'm scared. I'm scared of doing anything now underwater. I
1: just think the scary thing with the ocean is it is so powerful and they do have like rip tides and weird anything currents. Anything wrong. And like, I remember once I was like out in the open water. and it wasn't you could still see the bottom but it was for
0: someone that doesn't want to be in the open water you seem to be in the open water quite a bit daniel
1: oh god you know just uh, somehow get dragged into these situations (laughs) and we were snorkeling and we were swimming and there was like a reef and stuff and so it wasn't super deep it was like probably like 40 feet down or something or 30 feet We could see all the way to the bottom maybe it was 40 feet and I was like swimming and then the current just like randomly started getting really strong. And it was like hard to get back to the boat. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be left out here. <laughs> oh my fuck god. Fuck my life. And it was like, and I'm a strong, yeah. I'm a good swimmer. You're a good swimmer. So like it f- freaked me out. Other people, I was just like, oh holy my god. fuck. I would have a heart attack. Like one time we were um when I went houseboating in the shoe schwab, like and it's like pretty calm, like lake. There was one of the days where somebody was out on one of the floaties and the floaty got so far away from the boat and there was some weird current or something and they couldn't get back to the boat. So we had to like send somebody else out with a rope. Oh my God. Grab them. And then we would slowly like pull them back in. But I was like, and they were like trying to swim back. And one person went out there without a rope first and is a strong swimmer and was trying to swim them back and he couldn't. Oh my God. Like it was weird. And that was just in a lake. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. The
0: ocean. Oh my gosh. It's so, yeah. We don't know. Mm. We don't fuck with mother nature.
1: God damn. Well, apparently we do as humans. Apparently we fuck with we everything. Do. So. And then we
0: suffer the repercussions. Oh. God damn. <gasps> anyway, Ooh. so submarine story. Insane.
1: Submersible. Submersible. Not a submarine. Well, roast. apparently
0: the CEO as well, he sounds like a crazy lunatic, honestly. That doesn't surprise and me. And he apparently was ignoring. Um, there was some guy that was working for him. And he basically, this guy did not sign off on the safety uh, of this submersible and he got fired so like he was saying all this stuff like this isn't right this part isn't right like whatever he he had a lot of concerns yeah which now we know why <laughs> and apparently he got he got let go Oh God, it's like what the fuck were you thinking
1: i know it's uh, like, what
0: are you thinking and the fact that like he obviously believed in it because he went down there you know and you know it's also a very you know I don't want to say poetic because that sounds insensitive. Mm. But you know, Captain goes down with the ship. It's it's very like Titanic. It and is. also Titanic, it also went down because they ignored safety precautions. Yep. You know?
1: Well, they thought the the big thing about Titanic is they thought it was it was too big to fail.
0: Yes, they kept it saying two, it's an unsinkable ship.
1: Exactly, the unsinkable ship. So they, so again, not only did they not follow certain safety precautions, they, well, they didn't follow a lot of them. And one of the biggest ones was because they thought the ship couldn't sink. Yes. They didn't have enough life-saving right. equipment on board. Yeah. For how many people were on there. And I'm like, that's like so fucked up. Like, it's so fucked. No matter if it's a sinkable or unsinkable, like unsinkable ship, which is such bullshit, mm-hmm. um, you should have the proper number of lifeboats. I know. For how many people are on the boat. Like, that's why so many people... I know. You know, that's why...
0: And also, they didn't even fill all the lifeboats. I
1: know. That's the sad thing, you know? And the thing is with that is, like, so many more people could have survived. I know. Just if they had the proper safety on there. That's yeah. what's so fucked up. I
0: know. It's because they did not give a shit about the... This is why the, the you know, this whole... The, Tyna- the Titanic story is very... It's not just about the sinking of the ship, right? It's about mm. so many factors. Like, you know, first class, second class, third class, and how they were treated. Mm. So, basically... Uh, In my opinion, they probably just did not give a shit about the third class uh, passengers. They didn't. Which is why they didn't have enough. You know, if they were all first class passengers, I guarantee you they would have enough lifeboats on board. But because they weren't, they were like, eh, who cares? It's so crazy. But apparently, one of the people that was in, I don't know if it's, I think it's one of the people that were in this submersible this time. Mm -hmm. um, They were like the descendants of, or maybe it was like a grandchild or something, Mm -hmm. of. the original like some of the uh people that died on the titanic and it was this one's kind of sad this is kind of sad the apparently the people their like grandparents or whatever that died on the titanic they mm. were uh th- one of the, the rich people mm. that i think gave up a spot on a lifeboat to somebody so else. it was one of because very few rich people died very yeah. few first class people died yeah and they had like given up a spot i think sorry yeah. if i'm making this up but this is what i heard yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's so sweet, but it does make me like sad because when any anything happens, like even if we think about present day, mm, of like if anything crazy happens, like as global warming continues to get worse and stuff like that, it's yeah. like the people that are going to get fucked over mm-hmm. are like us, are like us, yeah.
0: Or, no, not us first. It's the people that are least fortunate first. Down. No, what? no,
1: <laughs> no. I know what I'm saying is like, you know, I'm okay. Not obviously us, us exactly, but what I mean by that is like the really rich people are going to be the ones that are going to be like, Oh yeah. They'll know. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be like, maybe, we'll be, okay. maybe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll be <laughs> maybe. First, okay. The
0: first people that'll get fucked over are the people that are living in, in
1: poverty. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, yeah.
0: okay, that's what I tell you. Were I know uh, my, my, I was like, okay,
1: Daniel. <laughs> my discussion or my point that I was trying to make was like, not, um, <laughs> not made properly. Well,
0: you explained yourself. Yeah. Okay. God,
1: okay. Damn. So
0: this is a country from once again, uh, country. this is country this is a story from once again my home country of
1: Canada no, <laughs> no I'm just kidding South, South Korea. Korea
0: so I don't know if you heard about this Daniel but uh I probably did the title of the story some South Koreans just became younger overnight what do you know what oh you, you haven't heard I haven't heard it so have I have I ever explained to you that in Korea there is something called Korean age have I explained this to you
1: I don't th- Think so? But maybe okay, you have. So let me and I just didn't listen
0: So basically, <laughs> this is probably more likely the case yeah. that you did not listen. So South Korea, I, I guess it's—I don't know if North Korea did the same thing. I'm assuming they did because I'm pretty sure this is a long-standing tradition. Yeah. But Koreans have what is called Korean age, where it is different from <laughs> anywhere outside of the outside of. i was going to say white age. <laughs> anywhere outside of Korea. Yeah. So basically. It's really fucked up. So I'm glad. So basically the news story is that they got rid of Korean age. So Uh, no longer are we doing things by Korean age. We're going to go with the rest of the world. Of like birth age. Yes. Yeah. So essentially what Korean age was is as soon as you are born, you are considered one year old immediately as soon as you are born. Okay. Does not make sense already. But yeah. you know they they say it's because they they take into account the time in the womb, but yeah. that still doesn't make sense because it's not like it's a full year. No, but nine still, months exactly. Um, so full, yeah. So you're a year old as soon as you're born. Yeah. And then this is the really fucked up part.
1: Yeah.
0: Every new year, so I think traditionally they did it lunar new year. Okay. Every lunar new year, everyone ages one year. So you don't turn an extra year old on your birthday. Okay. You turn an extra year old on the new year.
1: Oh. So
0: essentially, so I think later they, it became like the solar new year. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. So essentially, if you are born December 31st, you are a year old on December 31st, and then you are two, two years, years old on January 1st. I was born. See, I always, I never went by Korean age because yeah. fuck Korean age. Okay. How would uh, you be
1: in Korean age? 40? <laughs> no.
0: I might as well be. I, I was born in October. Okay, so I'm a late, you know, I'm born late in the year. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I'm born, I'm a year old. Two months later, I'm two years old. Mm. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. So basically, I, and it, make, it makes no sense. Yeah,
1: and is this the, is that, would, would that be the age they would like write down? Like, is that like how we, like, I say I'm 35, you yeah, know, would I, I write so. down like 37 Korean year? <laughs>
0: I think I can't remember okay. I think like who so.
1: do they like how do they use it in Korea? So
0: Korea yeah, I think basically okay, so they there is a term for when they use the non Korean age. So they'd be like, Oh, I'm man, so they call it man, I don't know why. So man twenty three mm-hmm. would be like I'm using non Korean age. Yeah. But if I say I'm twenty three, I'm using Korean age. Uh, but normally what I would do, because I always rejected the notion of Korean age. Yeah. Uh, cuz it, it literally <laughs> it ages you literally aged me two years extra. Yeah. So what I would do is I would just, uh, I would say I'm born in 88. So mm-hmm. like you just say your birth year. Yeah. So when you introduce yourself, you kind of say your birth year mm-hmm. rather than, well, that's what a lot of people do in Korea. So yeah. they'll, they'll just like say like, I was born in like 94. I was born in whatever. And that way, you know, you're the same age. Uh, okay. Um, But yeah, they got rid of it. Thank God. Wow.
1: Well, it I sounds know, it's like a it needs deal. to be abolished.
0: Huh? Yeah, yeah, it needed because it probably caused a lot of confusion, of course, you know, because, you know, it's a global world now. You know, we can't just.
1: Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I mean, I'm trying to think of any, any uh, <laughs> like. Like. I could see it definitely causing confusion. Yes, you know, especially you're using two different ages, like numbers. Like if you say one number, yeah, it's like, are you using Korean age? Are you using exactly. not? Like, I'm so fucking confused. Exactly. Like on it's my confusing. dating app, should I be using Korean age? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like if
0: foreigners coming into Korea, they're probably like, "What the hell? Why am I two years older here? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, and you know, as if, as if you know, single ladies don't have it hard enough <laughs> now. Now, <laughs> Korean age is gonna make them older. Exactly. You know, like I, so I
0: now I became younger in Korea.
1: Yes. <laughs> So you're officially your age.
0: I'm officially my normal age. Not
1: not 40.
0: <laughs> not 40,
1: exactly. I that's weird. There was something else that I was reading about, about something with the age, but I don't remember what it was. Hmm. Anyway. Great insight. <laughs> <laughs> Great insight as always.
0: So that's the Korean age stories. So yeah, that's a little fun little fact there.
1: I wonder how people in Korea are reacting. Do you think that's been met with, widely received positively? I or? feel
0: like people, I mean... I feel like it doesn't really matter because mm. at the end of the day, everyone, you know, it would just affect everybody yeah. the same way. Yeah. It's just a different way of communication, I guess. Uh, and since we're getting younger, they probably don't care too much.
1: Exactly. And <laughs> I, I, think, don't know. I think, too, it's like, yeah. I think that there's there's certain things where, you know, maybe they made sense in the past. Yes. And now as we're moving on in society, it's like certain yeah. things like, like that. Like an, another example, which I think... We're still toying, toying with this, but we're still trying to like figure out like, you know, some places have now no longer do like daylight savings time, because, you know, and, and, yeah. you know, some places, they need to get rid of it. Exactly. Cause then it's just like, we're on a standardized clock. Yes. You know, across the world, there's not this weird, like one year or one part of the year where eight hours ahead, then we're seven hours. Then we're like, you know, you know, I mean? you know
0: why they came up with daylight savings. It was like during world war one or world war two where mm-hmm. they were trying to, Basically, it was like a very long time ago, and mm. it was something that's so irrelevant today, kind yeah. of. So, but we just kept doing it because mm. we just don't like to change things. Well,
1: <laughs> I, well, this is the thing, and you know what? I was watching this thing about just time and uh, dates in general, right? Okay. So, you know, like the 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 whole the like, concept of time, the and concept dates. of time and dates, and what they were saying is, you know, we operate on a twenty four hour clock, sure, and we like fine tuned it, and and then what the issue was is like the calendar. We have a three hundred sixty five day a year calendar. Mm-hmm. But then there's some months, some years where we have to have like a leap year, cut back the days because the calendar actually doesn't fully work. You know, Aww. I mean, not, not that it doesn't fully work. Sorry, it just constantly needs to have these adjustments. Oh, interesting. And it was like saying, like, you know, and this was invented like quite a long time ago, and people were like, in this, I don't know if it was a documentary or something, and they were just like, well, I'm, I'm like, people are like, ancestors might look at it and be like, how have they not invented or yeah. come up with a better, <laughs> yeah. better way to do this? You know?
0: I feel like we just kind of. I guess it's just easier to just keep doing what we're doing, mm-hmm. but I really hope they get rid of daylight savings. They say yeah. it causes a lot of problems. Yeah. They say just turning that clock, just one hour, uh, causes more th- on that day. There's more heart attacks, more mm-hmm. strokes. There's higher death rate. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, just fucking get rid of it. Like, I don't understand.
1: Mm, you know what's also fucked up is like the concept of time.
0: Oh, God, don't. You know what? We are not going there, Daniel. Like we already talked about the depth of the ocean. I know. We cannot g- go through but the like, time concept.
1: It's a construct.
0: It is a construct.
1: Like, time is really like.
0: Again, no. guys, welcome to the Doom and Goom podcast. No, it's, not, name even, is it's not even. I'm not
1: talking about being doom and goom, but it's just like, it's, it's so arbitrary. It's like, let's meet at 5 p.m. What really is 5 p.m.?
0: what really is i know know, we made it up we did but you know the reason why it's doom and gloom is because there was a quote that i read from a book Mm -hmm. and it was something like you know god i I can't remember the exact quote but i used to quote it all the time because it was like oh my god basically it was saying you know dogs don't check the clock Mm -hmm. you know deer don't you know have a time to meet you Mm -hmm. know a specific time yeah only humans the ones that keep track of time and dates and because of this we are so aware of our like age for example yeah like you know cats don't care about their age you know Mm. i don't think monkeys care do they care i don't know so it's like because we care so much or we know so much about time and dates and all these things we are so aware of our own mortality
1: and but you think about it it makes sense because if we if we pulled all that away we would and just we had be living. No, we had no clock. We had no dates. We had no, th- nothing like that. Obviously it would be chaos, but also, would it be chaos? well, I mean the way our society is structured it would now be completely it would be different. Yeah. It would be completely different. But like if we didn't have any of that stuff, we didn't have time. We didn't have any of this stuff. Like we would age. It would be part of naturally aging, yes. but like we wouldn't really know. Like exactly. we wouldn't say, Oh, I'm 35 years old now. Exactly. I know that our typical lifespan for a guy is like 78. Exactly. This is how many more years I have left. That's it. Whereas it, if I, we yeah. didn't even talk about that stuff or didn't even think about the concept of time, all that's gone.
0: You would just be living in the present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> God. It's so true though. Yeah. Like we've really fucked ourselves over with all this modern,
1: with, with all, all this these modernization. inventions.
0: All of these inventions. I mean, all- I
1: get why we have it to some degree because it's I like, it helps so. us keep track of things and like if we want to meet somebody you're like, oh, I'll I mean, meet you at this time. I mean, we would just time. be living
0: in a different, we would just be living very differently, yeah, if we didn't have the concept of time and all these things. Well, that's
1: what I think is one of the weird things. Like too, when you see these like these like zombie apocalypse shows and shit. Oh like God! This. I just started watching, guys. So I've never seen this show before. Which one? It's called Lost. And
0: oh, that's an old show. It's eh? old. It's It's, like, really it's old. the one where they're on an island. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it's about this plane crash that crashed on this island. To be fair, the island's like there's all this like weird superficial shit that's happening. Okay. Like the island is tropical and they have like polar bears on the island. Oh, like, it's, so it's
0: like kind of not based on I mean it's not based on reality but exactly like, so it's kind of what, what's the term I'm looking for it's like fantasy f- it's fantasy. fantasy yeah it's a they, bit fantasy but it's a okay. bit like
1: a, at the same time like they crash on this island and right. they're like fuck we're all on this island like yeah what do we do like and, and then, then
0: they build like a society yeah
1: and they start trying to but then they don't have really have time like the concept like you know what I mean like obviously you sure. have day have and all this stuff but it becomes like a. Uh, a Shit weird show. It, yeah well is it's it good so far so good yeah
0: it's, it was really popular it was and i'm like yeah. getting
1: into it i haven't actually watched it for quite a few few evenings now but i was like okay. watching it like before bed and stuff okay. and i was like oh okay this is like it it kind of like draws you in right yeah. yeah okay Interesting. so apparently gets really my my uh friend was telling me it gets really fucked up really mm-hmm. oh god so we'll so yes. see yes
0: basically us humans we have just fucked ourselves over that's Thanks. what it is nice rose Okay, one more story.
1: <laughs> God damn, we got one more for you. One
0: more story.
1: Rose be the fountain of the stories so mm-hmm. today. because I so didn't do my job. This is a
0: <laughs> So this story, uh, quite an exciting one, but also controversial. <sighs> Uh-oh. Lab-grown meat approved for sale. What you need to know. Did you not hear about this, Daniel? No. God damn, Daniel. Okay, so cultured meat grown from real animal cells yes. will soon be available in restaurants in San Francisco and Washington, D.C. So it was approved. I think a couple companies got Mm. approval in the U.S. Mm. So basically, the U.S. Department of Agriculture granted its first ever approval of cell-cultured meat produced by two companies, Good Meat and Upside Foods. Mm. Both grow small amounts of chicken cells into slabs of meat, no slaughter required. It was the final regulatory thumbs up that the California-based companies needed in order to sell and serve their products in the U.S., Oh shit, finally. That,
1: finally. But okay, I have a couple things to say about uh-huh. this. It's exciting. I think that's one thing. Like yeah. I'm like, that's awesome that it's moving in that direction. A couple things though. Number one is cost. Mm. Like, and I'm like, and I'm and you know, again, I think this is great. I don't want to be like negative. I don't want to be doom and gloom. <laughs> you're you're going I'm gonna be in that be, direction, Daniel. No, but I'm just thinking <laughs> like like, you know, it's fantastic and I think it will start to shift change. And hopefully it will drive momentum that causes the price to come down. I
0: think, I think it will, which is what I hope.
1: But also, uh, I also kind of hope that as the climate crisis gets worse mm-hmm. and people see that there's these kind of alternatives, yes. they're going to put pressure on the government to yes. in term, because you know, right now, for example, there's a lot of subsidies for the dairy meat industry. Well, it's like, maybe we'll pull the subsidies from the industries that are harming the environment and put them into, you know, things where it's more sustainable, yes. that kind of stuff. And actually put the government funding or subsidies and everything that they're doing into those industries that actually are doing better. Are doing better for our environment.
0: I agree. I so, mean, I hope so, yeah. but who knows, you I'm know, hoping meat that, and dairy are going to fight against it. Of hard. course they
1: are. They're going to, they, yeah. they, they get so much. Cause like, the thing is the reality is they, like every, everywhere. I, I don't know how they've managed to do this, but like, like the dairy industry, for example, gets mm-hmm. so much subsidy, like from the government yeah. and that's how they're able to keep the price. Like exactly. where That's is where it is, right? So the real price of a jug of milk is not the price you see in the super in the superstore, or whatever. That's the subsidized price, right? So like, if they didn't have all these government subsidies and grants, what is the real price of milk? Well, actually, maybe it would be cost prohibitive to a lot of people.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. So I actually think that with cell grown meat. If we can, again, get some subsidies or Mm. have it mass produced and have facilities and obviously we can keep improving the technology, I would argue that it's probably cheaper than what we're doing right now. Because if you think about it, the cost of like raising these animals, feeding them all this food, you know, keeping them in these cages, cleaning up all this shit, like it's not cheap. No. We just pretend it's cheap because the government puts all the money there like subsidizes or whatever
1: yeah so well, because the, mm-hmm. because you know what i you know how i think that they've gotten these subsidies which is really like clever on their side is in the past they've been like well this is a a, a crucial part of someone's diet
0: do you think that's how it started I think so. Okay. Because,
1: it, because otherwise, why would they all of a sudden have all these subsidies? It's because right. it is expensive to produce, mm. right? And they're like, we want to keep the cost down for all the consumers, right. like so that everybody can afford to put meat on their table.
0: Well, some of these people are probably really rich and they've got, you know, they, they're in bed with the government. Well, that's that another too. That's another that's factor. A, that's probably the bigger factor. But yeah, yeah. that's probably how they kind of like, I don't know. Brought don't, it together. Yeah. Because
1: at the end of the day now, it's like, why are those industries still getting these subsidies? Exactly. Like it doesn't make any sense anymore. It's like, especially when we're, when we, when we deem ourselves to be in a, you know, capitalistic society where there's no handouts, Mm -hmm. but apparently there are for certain industries mm -hmm. and that's fucked up.
0: Yeah. So hopefully it will uh, drive change.
1: Yeah. And the reason why I'm, and the, and like, like the reason I'm more or not more, I'm more optimistic around cell grown meat is because I feel like to to kind of think that the the issue with like people going vegan or not the issue, it's like, it's a shift that a lot of people aren't willing to make. Absolutely. Right. Like it's a shift that a lot of people, even though you can, you know, give them all the facts and everything. And they're like, yeah, I agree with you. I, you know, even friends of ours have been like, yep, I under- totally understand, mm-hmm. but they're still going to eat meat and, and dairy, mm-hmm. right? Like they're not going to change that. But if there's an alternative, I could see that, root you know what i mean like that's a more like i think i could see that more
0: realistic it's
1: more realistic for the masses yes and that's what we need to get that like don't get me wrong we've you know we're seeing more and more people go vegan we are yeah but it's just not happening fast enough and i think yeah if we have things like this that are alternatives that are better for the environment you know um all sorts of better for obviously the animals yes like there's just so many benefits um and we can get that mass shift we will start to see some huge changes like i recently um Oh God, what was it? What was the documentary? Oh, I think it was um when we were flying. It
0: was like food diet. I, I can't remember.
1: Yeah. And they were saying like, if we obviously if like everybody went vegan, which is never going to happen, but let's say the whole world went vegan, the amount of forest that we could reclaim mm-hmm. because the of the less demand for land to grow that agriculture or to grow those um animal agriculture. It's like we could start reversing yeah the stuff that we're doing to the planet. Exactly which is like, that gave me chills. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And I, I do feel like in my heart of hearts, I'm like, I feel like once we can get the cost, the, um, the distribution, the cost to down for this, this stuff. And as long as, you know, it's kind of pretty similar, which it probably will be, you know? It'll,
0: it'll be the same.
1: Yeah, and also we need to get a mind shift change for a lot of people because there's still people out there that are going to be like, oh, it's cell grown meat. I'm not going to eat it, you know? Like, yep. so I think once we get those few things, which I feel like there's that's less of a hurdle than convincing everyone to go vegan. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. I, I feel, like, even though I would wish that that would happen, but I feel like this route is like a kind of, next best alternative yes where it's like we if we get enough momentum and enough change then we can actually start seeing some really positive stuff
0: Mm -hmm. exactly i completely agree i think it's more realistic to obviously we can continue the vegan this is what's frustrating so Mm -hmm. right now so that's one story but because of the story there's been some talk on social media some vegans are really coming out against it which is so frustrating to me because it's like I understand to some extent they're saying, Oh, it's still exploitative to animals. I'm like, buddy, I get it. But at the same time, it's like, we cannot, we cannot wait to, you're right. Yes. Mm. Veganism is growing in certain parts of the world. Yeah. But in certain parts of the world, like in China, where there's like billion plus people. Yeah. Meat eating is growing. So we like, I feel like we some vegans live in this you know California bubble yeah they live in this like in in London bubble where they think there's so many vegans out there and veganism's growing have you ever left like out you know have you ever left and went to a different country because there's no vegan options yeah like it is not a thing in a lot of places yeah and we we don't have time I get it we can still talk about veganism yeah
1: and 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 Yes. Still promote it and still talk about it and still do it. But I think in order to affect the change that we need to like actually start combating some of these issues Mm -hmm. that we're having globally, the only way that that's going to happen in our lifetime is with a mass change. And then, and, and unfortunately, you know, again, as great as it would be if everyone was just like, yep, I'm going to be vegan. It's just, it's not going to happen fast enough. Like it just, it just won't. It just won't.
0: And we don't have time. Yeah. And also the animals, it's like, think about so many animals that are being killed in this moment, Mm. uh, versus uh we have we have to use the cells of like one animal to yeah. and eventually I feel like they probably don't even need the animal.
1: No, they can probably like store the cells. Exactly. And just keep reproducing. It's like fucking
0: I don't know, it's like yogurt. You you just have some yogurt and then you ferment it. Great, create more yogurt. It's like
1: a it's like, <laughs> a, it's like a it's like a kombucha scoby or yes, whatever. You know, you exactly. get you get the mother so it, exactly. and then you get the babies. You just
0: need so I get it. It's not fully, you know, uh non-exploitative. Yeah. But compared to what we're doing now. It's so much. It's it's like you can't even compare.
1: Yeah. Like like don't get me wrong. If there was like a choice that we could make, that we're saying, hey. If everybody could just go vegan and it was that easy, yes. like, and, and everyone would do it, obviously, yeah. I'd be like, "That's the better route." Like, I would be like, "Bullshit! Like, who cares about this lab-grown exactly. meat? Let's just all go vegan." But like, the reality of it is, we have to like kind of take a step back and pull ourselves out of the bubble that we're in. Yes, because you're right. Like, look at you go to travel and go to some of these places, and there are not there vegan are options. no vegan and options, and it's like it's it, you can't live in your if you especially if you live in a big city too. Go to small towns.
0: Exactly. Go even, to all yeah, these other even places. Even in Canada, even yeah. in the U.S., go to different places. Yeah. and see how little options you have why do you think there's no options because there's not vegans out there
1: exactly so so and that's the issue and it's like you're not going to get people to change fast enough and i think products like this again with a few few little things Mm -hmm. like cost and mindset mindset shift a little bit about eating cell grown meat and then also distribution like being able to have it widely ready like widely available Mm -hmm. get those things in line and we could see a paradigm shift
0: yeah i think it's so crazy as well that people are okay with eating factory farmed meat but they think it's gross to eat cell-grown meat. Yeah, it's like listen, you like what they're they're like oh cell-grown meat, is not natural. First of all, uh, just because something is not natural does not mean it's bad. But second, also, do you
1: think factory farming is natural? Exactly.
0: It's not natural at all. Keeping animals in tiny cages and like literally like rolling around in their own feces Yeah. and probably, and they're injected with hormones to make them grow like five times faster than they would otherwise.
1: And not just hormones, Rose. All and the other, antibiotics exactly. to keep Antibiot- them healthy exactly. because they're in such shitty conditions.
0: Exactly. So yeah. they're like so fucking sick and diseased. Yeah. And then you slaughter them before they are, you know, two years old probably. Yeah. You think that's that's like normal? Like, I know. It's so crazy the way that we have well, normalized this kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it's so fucked up. But I think, again, if we get that shift and then the government... Um, people start lo- lobbying the government more to like start, you know, oh, against... Yeah. But this is the hard part. This is why
0: we need the vegans on board, which is mm-hmm. why it's so frustrating when vegans are like, oh, like, yeah. I'd rather eat tofu. Well, great. It's not for you.
1: Like... Yeah. This mm-hmm. is the thing. Like, and, 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 and just to get like... To get that government sponsorship just mm-hmm. to... You know, and not, not just for the lab-grown meat, though. And I don't know if this already exists, guys. Like, I haven't, like, done my research about it. But, like, start putting um, emphasis or government subsidy on, you know, oat milks and dairy alternatives Mm. and things that, again are we're producing that are less impactful and the, the statistics are there you can look it up yourselves like how much more yes of course people will be like well oat milk and almond milk still make an impact on the environment yes they do yeah. but when you look at it in relative terms mm-hmm. to how like dairy milk and everything else it's such a huge difference yeah. so like you know again the lesser of two evils you yeah. know what i mean if we're gonna have to have like milk quote-unquote So why doesn't our government, you know, start channeling these subsidies and things Mm -hmm. into things that are actually like doing less harm? So I think there's a few things and maybe we'll see a a shift in the next couple of years. Oh God,
0: I really hope so because I I think if the the government started doing that, then these people that are currently producing animal products Mm -hmm. may shift. There have been some farms that have changed course so they can shift to do a different, you know. To doing, you know, cell grown meat yeah. or doing oat milk instead of dairy.
1: Well, and also, you know what it will do? So partly, so there's there's so many different multitudes and factors, mm. but like if the government did that, let's say they sponsored this, they put more money into, to they took the subsidies away from the kind of animal agriculture industry and into these alternatives. Mm. We would also see a paradigm shift, a forced paradigm shift, which sounds kind of bad because what's going to happen is those that are still in the animal agriculture business.
0: They can't afford it.
1: Well, it's not that they can't afford oh. it. They'll, they'll have to put their prices up. Right. Because they're go. no longer yes. going to have the subsidy. So now when you go to the supermarket uh-huh. to buy like, I don't know, hamburger or ground beef, it's no longer going to be like five or I don't know how much mm-hmm. it is, like 10 bucks. It's going to be like 50 bucks. It's going to be the exactly. real cost of what is going into this stuff. And guess what that's going to do? It's actually going to force consumers who can't, the mass consumers that can't afford this stuff to one, maybe have it as a treat thing once in a blue moon mm-hmm. and two, they're going to buy the alternative products. Exactly. So like you'll automatically, and then that in turn will force farmers to shift and they'll think, Oh, I'm not going to do animal agriculture anymore because it's not profitable or it's too hard to make a living. Mm -hmm. And it will cause this kind of like snowball effect of so many different factors. Basically
0: the government needs to fucking step their shit up.
1: It's both. It's everything. Mm -hmm. But like, I think just if the, like even today, if the government today, even if this lab meat didn't mm-hmm. take off or whatever, but if they today took away the subsidies that they're giving these yeah. in- these industries and putting them in other, in- other ones... We would see a shift because the 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 cost of some of these products would become prohibitive. Of
0: course, but then they're not going to do that. That's the problem.
1: Of course. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Anyway. Yeah. So should we
0: invest in cell uh, grown meat?
1: I mean, I kind of want to, but I kind of want to too. Yeah, I feel like it is the future. I really like. Do. I want
0: to like not for making money, but like I literally just want to like
1: put your money into make
0: that. this happen.
1: Yeah. Like we need well, to make this happen. We should look up these companies and see if they're trading on the, yeah. the NYSE or Nasdaq.
0: Oh God damn, Daniel
1: become part of the capitalistic problem but but investing in things you know what we're in this
0: capitalist world we can't do anything about it we might as well invest in the things that will make the world better
1: exactly and i think that's another another thing too is we forget sometimes that we are part of this big corporate or not corporate big capitalistic world but in that in that realm or or sphere that we're in like we have the the power to make small change right Right. so like where i spend my money Mm -hmm. what i'm buying what I'm investing in. Exactly. So if I choose to invest in these companies that, you know, maybe some people might deem it a bad investment. I don't know. But like investing in companies that I want to see grow, mm-hmm. that will help them get the capital they need. Yeah. So. God
0: damn yeah. Daniel. So big question. Would you eat it?
1: I don't know. I think maybe I would. Oh, I would God try damn it. Damn I, think, I, I think I would try I mean, I haven't, I haven't actually eaten I haven't eaten meat for. Many years now. So long. Yeah. How many like, years has, has it been? so I think
0: you stopped in what 2015 16
1: no so 20 2014 halfway through 2014 right no no meat. yeah it was towards the end because i remember i like messaged you yes and i was like randomly like yeah went, you're like no have- no it was 2015 because was was, it was 2015 because 2014 i moved to the uk yes in september and then that following like spring ish right was when i was like i was done so and i d- mm-hmm. went vegetarian and then the following year that january you went I, vegan. yeah
0: so it's been eight years since you've eaten meat
1: yeah so yeah, for I,
0: me, it's been 10 plus years. Yeah.
1: I think, I think, I think I would like, honestly, like being completely honest, like I would try it. Oh
0: God damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't would, think I, I don't think I would try it Yeah.
1: for I me personally. Yeah. I would support it. Yeah.
0: No, but I always say I would try if it was cell grown fish, I would try it.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, maybe cell grown egg. Although I'm not sure.
1: I know that's, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say it's weird, but uh, you know, I, 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 just,
0: I think the meat I, I would, I wouldn't touch. Yeah. Yeah. For me. But this is the
1: thing. Even when I was eating meat, I wasn't a big like steak fan. You, you loved, know I mean?
0: you loved your chicken though.
1: I, oh, I, did I love
0: loved, it. I loved steak, but I can't imagine eating it now. Yeah. It would be, Ugh. it
1: would be weird. It would be really weird. Like that's gross. See, I don't know because I, I really like the beyond stuff, you know, like I like the, that's beyond the thing. burgers that's, that's and things like that. That's what's crazy to
0: me. Cause like, it's so weird how you're kind of, I guess it's, it's more of a mindset thing, right? Yeah. Um it's so weird how I'm so grossed out by it now. Mm. But I'm not grossed out by like beyond meat or anything that's that I know is not real meat, but if it tastes like super realistically like meat, I still like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if I knew if it was like real meat, even if it's cell grown, I would think it's gross.
1: Yeah interesting interesting well i i I don't know i can't make that choice yet we'll see when it comes to canada and we'll see god
0: damn damn.
1: and on that positive note
0: (laughs) we did end on somewhat of a positive note we did yeah i think
1: that i i feel honestly these stories this is like the one thing optimistic
0: because like the vegan thing listen like obviously we're vegan and like we want veganism to grow yeah but there is a little bit of you know even as vegans, we're like, is this ever going to happen? You know, are we ever going to achieve? I
1: think the thing is, we're realistic vegans, right? Exactly. Like I think the thing is, I'm if not you- living in a bubble. Exactly. If you live in a delusional bubble, <laughs> like no offense, like
0: <laughs> oh god damn,
1: like sparkling water. Yeah. Um, if you li- like live in like a bubble, right? Like it's like you know, obviously the ideal is everyone just naturally goes vegan. Yeah. And then because there's so many people that went vegan, you know, animal agriculture goes out of business. We start mm-hmm. reclaiming back the forest. We start reversing climate change. Like there's so many like knock on effects, but the, the, the reality, we have to like accept reality. Like exactly. Just not going to happen fast even enough. Even if
0: veganism is growing, it's like when you are growing from less than 1% of the population, it's like, how fast do we need to grow?
1: But also, like, you made a really good point. Like, veganism is growing more in, like, Western society. exactly. So, like, United States, Canada, UK, Australia, these types of places where actually, you know. The
0: population is also not that high. I know,
1: exactly. When you and think about it. And also not growing. Exactly. Two-thirds, I think, of the world live in, like, China, India mm-hmm. kind of area. Mm-hmm. And they are having an increase in middle class mm-hmm. and an increase of people. Mm-hmm. What comes with that is more and more people are now adding meat to their diet. Exactly. So, it's like that sinking boat analogy. Like, if we're in a boat sinking and me and Rose are put mm-hmm. scooping out the water and someone's filling it with yeah. water with a hose like we're never going to win exactly so if so yeah if it becomes cost effective and then they can start putting into markets like exactly china and like, like that's other what we f- need to do yeah if
0: we can do that then we can make a massive difference huge change so i mean this is probably the most yeah this is like for me meat is mm-hmm. the biggest hope i think that we have yeah in terms of like actually making big change if we can like Get it to, you know, fucking take off. Take off. It's been taking too long and we need to get it to take off.
1: I know. I agree. So,
0: guys, vegans, support this shit. Support this shit. Okay. I'm going to
1: look at it. I'm actually going to look these companies up Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm, I'm going to. Contemplate. I'm not going to invest right this second, but yeah. I might, you know, over the summer some or something, I there. might put some money in that.
0: Damn. I need to go to California. God, damn. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. uh Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you think of the Cell Grow Meat I want to know. I want to know.
1: Everybody leave comments, good or On bad. Our YouTube videos, Just yeah, tell us. let
0: us know your thoughts. If you're for it, against it, let mm. me know. Uh, hopefully, you are for it like we are. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on Mm -hmm. give us a little five star review we enjoy that very much of course and what else do they need to do
1: and also guys if you haven't already check out our Patreon page patreon.com slash the savage podcast you get all episodes a week early all the content on there is ad free and you also get an exclusive episode every single month and the access to all of our library of exclusive episodes Mm -hmm. guys there is so many now so you can you know go through all of those um yeah yeah i'm feeling pretty positive about this lab i stuff. know I i'm really... finally leaving not feeling like depressed <laughs> o- on this podcast <laughs> yeah so you know, be cool guys like let's see what happens and like i'm hoping a year from now we're doing another episode and we're like talking about how much lab grow meat has uh-huh. like taken off i
0: really hope like, so. like how cool would that be i really hope so i yeah. really hope so you guys okay it could be like one of those things happen. that
1: explodes like yes. goes, grows so explosively mm-hmm, fast
0: mm-hmm. i hope so
1: takes over the world like like covid but but in a positive way like
0: ai it grows exponentially fast exactly Uh uh-huh god God damn damn. guys let's make it happen let's do it all right thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week
1: Bye. bye